the world leader in Internet talk radio. You're listening to America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. Uh, how's the conference so far? Yeah. Learning tons to take back to your office? Okay. So I'm Lynn James. I'm one of the members of your board of directors. And uh, as my first conference as a board of director member, I'm having a great time. I've uh, been out to the trade show, checked out the sponsors, and uh, we have got some phenomenal stuff out there. Those sponsors, wow, we have 32 of them. Can the sponsors kind of stand up and take a bow? Because you guys have brought some phenomenal stuff. And, uh, I'd like to send a big shout out to our two platinum sponsors. Uh, Sage and Intuit. Want to take another bow, guys? It's a Chris. Um, I need to read this part for you. So, Intuit is a thought leader and industry leader showing amazing growth recently. Well, actually, for many years. <laughs> um, and I don't have the statistics. Scott had it the other day. Uh, 1.3 million users? 1.5 million users, okay, on QBO. And they're climbing daily. So Intuit appreciates the partnership they have with IPBC and is excited to be associated with the IPBC and watch us grow as an organization. And thank you. Sage is a market leader for small business accounting software, helping the accounting professionals to be more valued advisors to their clients through the solutions that fit any need, size, and budget. So they will grow with you. So let's hear it for our platinum sponsors. Has everyone had their passports filled out yet? Oh, that's a good question, Avis. Where do, we, where do they take their passports when they're filled? Registration desk. So if you haven't got it done, get it done. Get out there and see the sponsors. And as you go around to the trade show, to get your passport stamp, be sure to spend some time with these sponsors. If you haven't done one of their sessions, talk to them, get as much information as you can. They'll tell you where to go, do some more research. They've got amazing stuff. Many of them have partner programs and deep and or deep discounts. And they're here to help us operate and grow our businesses. All the sponsors have free information and giveaways to share with us, so again, get out to their booth. Uh, important, uh, my findings is it's important to know what's out there because I never know when the next client's gonna walk in the door and need something that's like, oh, I saw that at conference. Perfect fit. So get out there, check them out. They are here for us, let's utilize that. Sponsor draws will be made throughout the day during meals and breaks today. Saturday morning at breakfast and at the breaks, and you have to be there to win. That's what I keep hearing. 
So get out there and enjoy and have a great, great conference. It's okay. Testing. Well, thank you, Lynn. Is this close enough? Can everybody hear me? Okay. That was great, Lynn. Very well done. I am so excited to be in front of all of you people and extremely nervous. So, very, very, very grateful. So, hi, everyone. I'm looking forward in hearing from this next speaker, Chris Fudge. He's a graduate of Bishop University and formerly the Vice President of Hewlett Packard's Commercial and Consumer Business. Chris is Intuit's Canada's account business leader. His team, because of his leadership, are laser focused and driven to providing the highest possible value to their pro advisors and tax preparers. Chris is a sought out pro progressive thought leader and speaker in the industry. He has recently spoken on the Allen Salmon Tour, which I think all of you are familiar with. Knowledge Bureau's Distinguished Advisor Workshop, Intuit Thrive, which by the way is a great event, I think. Yeah, I think we all agree. And as always, Chris has been a great attraction at our show. I am looking forward to Chris's panel discussion on staying relevant in the era of cloud computing. We all know if you're not in the cloud already, you better hurry up. It's here to stay. The panel will discuss the impact, the impact this has had on professional bookkeepers and how they interact with their customers. Chris will interview seasoned professionals in how they have developed the skills necessary to take advantage of the new era in cloud computing and how it has impacted their value proposition. But before we bring Chris on the stage, I have some very exciting new announcements to make. No one seems excited. Oh, there we go. There. I, either, either you guys are really hungry or the food's really good, but it's the excitement we need in here. Okay, I'm not sure if you remember, but Intuit sponsored last year's world-class Black Swan Mentoring Program with Ron Baker. I need to know, do you guys remember that? I do. Now, this is interesting. Intuit loved this program so much that they decided to adopt it as their own. And what they call it, Firm of the Future. Does that sound familiar, you guys? Firm of the Future? Which is currently running in the US. Now, IPBC has always been aware that our program has had a life changing impact on the students that went through the program. Can you please stand up? I know you're here somewhere. Black swans, any black swans? There we go. These are our graduates, one in the back. And I know that, I know that that program has changed your lives. And you can tell by their enthusiasm. Not to mention how it has inspired many of our members to implement value pricing principles in their own practices. I think their successes has helped because I've seen so many of our members tell me that, yeah, if they can do it, I can do it, and it's, it's really taken off. We understand and know the importance of value pricing has in our industry, and we welcome and encourage Intuit to continue their U.S. program to the betterment 
of the bookkeeping profession as a whole. So thank you for doing that. This year, Intuit Canada has taken up the mantle once again and is the sponsor of the 2016-2017 Black Swan program. We are very glad with, the, with their sponsorship. They have stepped it up, this, their commitment this year, by not only sponsoring the program, but by directly sponsoring two of the Black Swan participants for this year's event. Uh, are they here? Stand up, I can't see you. All right, thank you. Thank you. Now, IPVC is thankful and grateful for the support you've given us and supporting this world-class program. So thank you very much, Intuit. Thank you. I have one more special announcement before Chris can come and speak. <laughs> In addition, we are proud to announce a co-marketing agreement with, with Intuit Canada. This will allow both the IPBC and Intuit a greater reach to help and support the professional bookkeepers in both of our networks. As part of our agreement, IPBC will commit to attend Intuit Thrive this coming November and in 2017. We will support their event by providing educational content and having a presence in their trade show. In regards to the event, this November, the 21st and 22nd, in Toronto, we will be doing five world-class informative sessions. Intuit will be offering to IPBC members a fantastic price that you cannot get anywhere else. It's free. No, no, it's not free, but, but, but I wanted it free, but... So, $149. Now, that's still a great bargain. I think the retail is, what, 5000 Yeah, yeah? So you're making a great deal on this thing. What, I think, what is it, $399, is it? Nobody knows? Okay, all right. So it's still good. It's half price. This year's Thrive is going to be better than last year. That's what they tell me. And we expect it to be a great show. If you can make it, please do, because remaining space is very limited, so please don't hesitate in purchasing your ticket. Well, without further ado, please give Chris Fudge a great round of applause. Thank you very much. I don't think I've ever been called an attraction before, so <laughs> that's, a, that's a first, Louis. I don't feel well-dressed enough to be an attraction, so um, I'm excited to be here, and we really appreciate the uh, partnership with you have with the IPBC. It's amazing to see the growth that you've had, I think 25% growth year over year uh, in membership, and it's not a surprise to me. I told Louis you should expect to see that for a number of years to come because there's obviously an interesting time in the industry and people are looking to get together and find out information and uh, share their knowledge. So I expect you'll see a continued growth. Uh, I want to spend a few minutes telling you a little bit about myself. Um, my name is Chris Fudge and as Louis said, I lead the accountant um, team that focuses on accounting professionals at Intuit. And I'm originally from Newfoundland. Any other Newfoundlanders in the room? They're few but mighty. Yeah. We might not get out of here alive. So, <laughs> But uh, when you have a name like Fudge, the, the interesting thing is it, people tend to remember it. Um, and so uh, there's an interesting story that my dad tells me about how we originally became Fudges. And um, so why is that funny? I'm not, I'm not even at the punchline yet. <laughs> so when people came to Newfoundland, often 
start a new life for themselves uh, or to run away from things. Um, they would change the first letter of their last name. So when my family came to Newfoundland, they were probably budges, mudges, or judges. And for some strange reason, they thought fudge would be a better option. <laughs> so that's a little bit about, uh, about where I'm from. I'm actually from a little town called Stephenville, Newfoundland, an interesting town, uh, which was an American Air Force base there. And uh, it, was a, it was a great upbringing, and, uh, and I lived a great life there. Uh, there's a few pictures on the slide. So from a very early age, I, I learned how to skate, as most good Canadians do. Um, this is a, a, a great photo my parents sent me to potentially embarrass me a little bit more uh, of me skating at the bottom left. And then I put a picture of myself as a ceremonial guard on Parliament Hill. So if, if anybody's wondering what happened to my hair, it was that damn bearskin hat I was wearing. <laughs> damn hat. Um, but you know, honestly, when I'm not spending time with accountants and bookkeepers, and, uh, I'm spending time with my family who uh, are also represented um, those are my two little fudges. Um, uh, <laughs> so when you have a name like Fudge, it provides interesting high, high school experience. Um, so I know, what, I know what they have coming to them. Um, so a little bit of housekeeping before I get going here. I don't know if you're familiar with our treasure hunt that we have. Everybody a part of the treasure hunt? So, yeah, so there's some neat things in this treasure hunt that you have to accomplish, and you have to have this in by 3.30. Now, I'm, I've been working on mine. I'm missing one thing at the moment, so I'd like to tick it off. Uh, I'd like to ask Scott Zandberg to come up so I can give him the hug. <laughs> if I can get Scott up here for the hug. Scott. It's uh, something I've been... I, I missed it, man. I missed it. I'll get out. All right, there we go. Thank you. <laughs> Appreciate it. While Scott's here, actually, we can knock off a couple others on here. Let's get a, a selfie. So get your cameras out. Now's the moment. You gotta, you gotta get a selfie of me doing this talk and Scott's talk earlier. All so right, you get, let's get a selfie. Let, we'll, more of a picture, and then you can <laughs> feel, feel free to tweet that out. It's at Chris Fudge and at what? S. Zanbergen. Uh huh. There we yeah. go. All right, hold on right now. We'll get, the, we'll get this side first. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, over here? Over here. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> Excellent. All right, thank you. All right. Perfect. Done? Hey, you're done. All right, Thanks, thank Scott. You. All right, big round of applause, ladies and gentlemen. Big round of applause. Awesome. All right, so we're going we're gonna to bring up some guests because clearly I'm not as entertaining as they will be uh, and as interesting. So we're going to have them come up. Um, the, the intent of what we would like to accomplish today is to talk to you uh, and help you with you know, some of the things that are happening in the industry. Um, they, we talk about the firm of the future, but the reality is it's here. Why are we talking about the future still? Um, we talk about these trusted advisor or, or strategic advisors. I mean, we're already at this place, but there's a lot of things. It's a scary scary place to, to learn what needs to be done and how you can continue to evolve and grow, even if you started in the cloud. By a show of hands, how many of you are already in QuickBooks Online or some other cloud? So, I mean, we're already there. Why are we still talking about uh, the future? The future is now. You know, there's uh, traveling. This is, used to be the past. You have to get in your car. The experts say that there's going to be snow and ice next winter. And so I just want to make sure you are clear. Um, <laughs> But that is actually what they say. The job of a meteorologist is a, it's one you always have a job for life there. But uh, the, the past is where you'd have to get in your car in the wintertime, go visit your clients. You don't need to do that anymore. Um, 
you know, you miss great moments in life because you're busy and you're on the road and, uh, you know, we don't, want to, we don't want to be in that place. You had data coming in from everywhere, scads of receipts and things were difficult. Those were challenges that we faced. Hard drive crashes, being wired and tied to your machines, things like that are no longer in existence. So it's the, the things have really changed and it's a reason why associations like the IBC, IPVC are thriving is because we need to find out more. We need to learn more about what's happening. We need, always need to stay on top of the current trends. So with that, we're going to bring up some foremost app experts, as well as uh, some pro advisors who have provided some, well, should provide some great insights on their journey, uh, things that they've learned, things that hopefully will help you learn on what to take your practice to the next level or to continue to, on the trajectory that you're already on. So without further ado, I'd like to introduce my first guest to the couch. Um, she comes to us from Foxborough, Ontario, Canada. Ladies and gentlemen, please your, put your hands together for Miss Jenny Moore. Uh, Jenny, why don't you grab a seat on the couch here? We'll uh, do a quick introduction to yourself. I'm going to move over to my comfy chair. As a show host, you usually have a cup with has vodka in it, but unfortunately, I didn't, didn't, I didn't, didn't get one. I, I should, I should borrow yours. But let me, let me, uh, you know, uh, talk a little bit about, a uh, little bit about you, a little bit about you for a moment. Um, excellent. Can everybody right. hear me? Okay. Awesome. So Jenny, um, she's actually one of our nominees for Firm of the Future for Intuit globally. Um, so we're pretty excited about about that. Um, so, and Jenny has been the owner-operator of more bookkeeping details for over 10 years now. So, you know, helping your clients uh, improve their financial lives. And you've obviously been a, a key contributor with, to Intuit's writer network. Um, you've been working on a program with us around mentorship. So I'd love to talk a little bit about that, a mentor program. So we'll get into that a little bit. And then, um, you know, being part of that Intuit writer network, You've obviously helped bookkeepers and accountants across Canada, so we're appreciative of that. So we'll get into some of these questions in a second, but I need to bring up my next guest. Yes. Um, and this lady, she's coming to us from um, just outside of the Kitchener area. Um, I forget the name now. Uh, New Hamburg, so ladies and gentlemen, from New Hamburg, Ontario, by way of Manitoba, Rachel Fish. <laughs> All right, welcome to the stage, uh, Rachel. So let me tell uh, the audience a little bit about you if they don't already know. Um, so you've obviously, you're among those foremost experts as well on apps and QuickBooks, and you've been our lead trainer across Canada. You've trained thousands of pro advisors and bookkeepers and accountants. We'll talk to you a little bit about that. Since 2012, you've been doing that, both on desktop, of course, and on QuickBooks. And um, you've got a you know, really neat Facebook community with the QBHQ that I know people go to to look for information. And you recently made this neat change, career change, where you're now a senior manager at Deloitte. So I'm sure we're all thrilled to hear a little bit more about that and the impact that that's, uh, you think that accountants and bookkeepers will have in the industry. So um, welcome both of you to the stage. It's awesome to have you. Hey, here we go. 
You can never, you can, you can never have enough applause. Uh, I've found right. you never have Keep enough it going. applause. So, yeah, exactly. So, um, Rachel, well, why don't we start with you and um, and talk a little bit about um, this, you know, change that you've recently gone through and the impact you think that these industry changes will have on the relationships between bookkeepers and accountants. Great question. Um, it does seem, I seem to be getting asked that a lot uh, ah, yeah, <laughs> this week, which is awesome um, because there's definitely a curiosity there. Like, um, so I had fish books for four and a half years in Brandon, Manitoba and was able to make a little bit of a dent in the cloud accounting world from a pretty small town, so same as Jenny. Um, so that whole thing about you know, not being tied to your desk and being able to make a big impact from a small place is definitely something that I can relate to. Um, and I just kind of felt like something had to change. I either had to go big, I needed to start my own training company. I needed to, something needed to happen for me personally and I didn't really feel like continuing on that path was what I was doing. And it's interesting because I actually met the manager who hired me at Thrive last year. Oh, great. Um, after doing some calls in my training role with large accounting firms. And so one of the things that I thought, oh, there's people all the way over here. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> so one of the things that I thought was really interesting from being an outsider of the large firm world is that um, you saw kind of how, what directions they were taking and how they were moving and they moved quite slowly. So it took you a long time to see any movement at all. And what I saw was there was a time where the large firms, they wanted all the business from all the clients and they want to keep everything in house. And then they realized that bookkeeping really wasn't terribly profitable in a desktop paper filled environment. And so that's when they started creating relationships with other bookkeepers and really outsourcing some of this. And it's only actually been relatively recently with the launch of cloud accounting and with it really saturating the industry in a way that, that other things haven't, um, that they're now kind of waking up a little bit and, and saying, wait a minute, we can actually do this service from the small businesses all the way up to you know, publicly traded companies and we can be profitable at it with the right business model. And so it's been pretty fascinating to see the KPMGs and the PWCs and the Grant Thorntons and the Deloittes taking interest in that. And so in being in the pro-advisor world for you know five plus years uh, coming out of control, you know, corporate controllership positions, it's almost like the mice leading the elephants at this point mm -hmm. because um, you guys can find something, love it, and change your business model and have it affect your clients immediately. Right now, I am a mouse sitting on top of an elephant trying to tell it where to go yeah. <laughs> um, on this aircraft carrier, trying to get it to shift a little bit. Um, but the fascinating thing is still, we use QBO. We use HubDoc, we use Receipt Bank, we are starting to use and um, assess other apps that we're going to be able to put into play. And I think, I think that's a huge opportunity for pro-advisors and bookkeepers, and it really is shifting um, the possibilities for, for pro-advisors. Mm -hmm. That's great. Um, it's interesting in this cloud space that finding clients doesn't seem to be the problem. Uh, finding the right clients, though, seems to be a bit of a challenge. Um, so, uh, Jenny, I wanted to ask you, you have this really neat acronym you use, uh, DRAGON, for selecting yeah. clients. Can you tell the audience a little bit about you know, how you go about that, what DRAGON means? 
Yes, it was a, an interesting process, um, which actually started 10 years ago when I started my practice. So, you know, when I started out, I, I needed a client, and any client would do because they smelt like a checkbook. Um, I was poor, and I wanted to grow my practice, and I thought every client was a good client, until one day I had to give bad news to one client that not only did the food not be good at his restaurant, but neither was his profit, and he threw a broom at me. Uh-oh. You don't throw a broom at me. No, 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 no. He's, so, so he's not around anymore? No, 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 no. Yeah, so it's unfortunate because as everybody knows here, sometimes you do have to deliver bad news. And uh, so what I took from that experience is that, you know what? Shame on me. I didn't define my ideal client. I didn't define who I wanted to do bookkeeping for, what type of person that individual would be, maybe what industry, many different things. So it took a while for the dragon to be born, per se. It was mm -hmm. a, an acronym always in the making. But when I was growing, I, I, I you know, started looking at the clients I did like engaging with. What are the qualities I admire about them? And then looked for that in other clients as well. And so then the dragon was born. And it basically means the individual's D needs to be delightful. I don't want to deal with someone who's not delightful. I want positive people. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Respectful. That's... No more broom throwers. Very much respect for me and my team. And it's also mutual as well. So we have a, a great deal of respect with our, our clients as well. Articulate. I'm a fairly strong personality. My husband right there can attest to that. So I need to make sure that the individuals that I am communicating with are, are comfortable communicating back and can do so in a clear fashion to be able to have strong communication skills. The other thing, growth-minded. I don't want ever to hear from a prospect or a client that this is how we've always done it. I always want their head looking forward, not behind them. So I want to scale with them. And those are the types of clients I want to take on. Online, very important for me. We're 100% QuickBooks Online, and we leverage many of the uh, apps that are in the showroom floor, by the way. There's some here if you need to ask some more questions. And, uh, and then in our niche, just defining uh, for us, it's we like high-end consultants. Um, it's just our thing, and that's really what the dragon has come about to be. Awesome, that's great. No, it's uh, really interesting uh, to understand how you go through that selection process. It's really, really important. Um, Rachel, you spend a lot of time um, training, and you've trained over thousands of accountants and bookkeepers on whether it's desktop uh, or QuickBooks Online. What are some of the things you've learned as you've talked to people who are kind of going through that journey of learning and what's kind of most important to them and where their heads go? And um, I, first of all, I absolutely love training. I continue to do it just in a slightly different way. I love seeing faces here of people who have been in live training or seeing names of people who I've seen on, pop up on the little webinar screen. Um, and, and it took, um, I just felt like when training was offered, it didn't always provide an answer to stuff that people are dealing with every day with clients. And so um, that's kind of how I trained and how I did that. Um, there are, you can have a room full of people and not, there are no two identical people in the training room. They're all looking for something slightly different. They're all looking, they have a client base that might be slightly different from the other. So for me it was, how do I 
train people who have never turned on a computer before in their life, like it seriously happened, where's the on button, um, to CPAs and CAs in the same room. Uh, people that are just starting out with QBO to people that have been using it a little while and just want a, a little bit of a refresher. Um, so one of the things that I always brought to training was trying to speak to all of those levels at the same time and in the same room. And that has, that concept has taken me really far even when I'm training other sessions or in now in meetings, whether I'm talking to our co-op students or whether I'm talking to our partners, it's still about making sure that everybody gets the information that they need, that they will find valuable, that they can take it with them and do something with it. Um, so I think that's just kind of an overarching thing that's continued to follow me. That's great. So from training, you know, obviously getting into training is key. And then one of the things that it's come to kind of our attention is there's you know more than just the application itself and there's a big ecosystem and then there's a whole bunch of new processes that come with this and you know Jenny one of the areas that you've been focused on is in mentorship and sort of you know giving back and helping um, some of those bookkeepers or accountants understand the new processes and the apps tell us a little bit about that um, you know and, and you know what it means for someone to take them through that journey and why it's so important to spend the time to go through and have some mentorship. Sure, okay. Well, I think in, in all of us, we can find mentorship in many different places. Like we understand Intuit has their mentorship program. We can find mentorship and collaborations like the Facebook groups that are avail available as well. But really, uh, the idea of the mentorship program came about from uh, speaking to other individuals that were embracing the cloud movement and seeing the same questions pop up pop up, pop up, and it was about, they understood why it was important, they understood why they needed to move to the cloud, but it was taking the first step and knowing the how. How do I do this? How do I find my ideal client? How do I change my workflows and things like that? So then, uh, you know, the mentorship program was created and we're very happy to have Lisa here who graduated and survived. She's smiling, so it was good. <laughs> um, we've had several mentees go through that process. And really what it's about is just embracing the movement to the cloud. Um, we, you know, there's several things that come about when we take this journey. It's not just about using QuickBooks online, it's how we value ourselves, right? Value pricing as well. It's how we find our ideal client and that's usually through social media. Uh, our workflows change using applications. Uh, how do we design these systems? We talk about mind mapping and uh, most of all, you know, what are the benefits and how to communicate with your clients? So it's, it's quite a jam-packed mm -hmm. duration process, but it's been equally rewarding for the mentees and also for myself, I have learned quite a bit from my mentees. Mm -hmm. No, it's awesome, and you know we're always looking for more mentors like yourself and mentees. So, if people are interested in that program or being part of it, we we're thrilled to talk to you uh, throughout the next couple of days. Uh, I'm going to switch gears a little bit, and we're going to talk a little bit about apps and what's happening. Uh, what's happening? What's it. funny about this is I had I did not come up with this. What's happening? And when you're from Newfoundland, that's pretty much how you'd say what's happening. <laughs> So I don't know if that was a slight at me or not, but I'm going to, I'm going to, yeah, I think so too. Um, I'm going to tell you a little bit about sort of my favorite app at the moment is the tap to pay on my watch. I, I love freaking out 16 year olds at Tim Hortons when I'm paying with my watch. It's like the coolest thing ever to, to pay with your watch. Um, and so it's my favorite. I just had to say it. Sorry. Got to get, got to get that out. Um, 
Uh, so let's, uh, we did a survey on apps, so we want to uh, warm up to the app conversation here. And small businesses are using apps in record numbers. 68% say they use uh, apps within their business. And you know, on QBO, there's over 1,200 apps. In the Canadian App Store alone, there's like 361 apps. And two years ago, there were 14. So, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's amazing the speed with which this is growing. There's over 1,000 apps that are in development that we have not yet certified for the platform and the benefit of a platform. So uh, tell us the benefit of, uh, of, of QuickBooks being a platform because of the customization that apps enable. Well, Rachel, why don't you start first? Sure. Um, I think what happened when, um, when Cubio was first launched was that there was this belief that it was um, going to replace desktop. It did everything everybody possibly would need to do within a program. I think that with the current model, it is even more powerful than that because by having such a strong accounting core and then by those connections to the HubDoc and the WagePoint and the Receipt Bank and all of those other items, think about it. HubDoc, all they do is fetch and store and then the publishing and all of that piece. They don't have to worry about payroll. They don't have to worry about all of these other accounting functions. They can spend 100% of their time in development on what they do best. And so when you're talking to each of these apps, like T-Sheets, the best time tracking software for any hourly employees, they are a no-brainer. Um, but they spend 100% of their time doing that. And so I find that for my clients, building those customized solutions, I know that instead of trying to find one product that's going to fit all industries and all clients, I can customize a solution that will fill exactly the needs that they have in exactly the areas, and yet I know that that solution will be the absolute strongest because the pieces I'm putting in place are the best at what they do. So yeah, apps are an absolute must. So Jenny, on, from your side, the benefit of the ecosystem. Oh, most definitely. So to just give a little bit of history to that, um, I came from a hi highly intensive manufacturing background. So we had an ecosystem, but it was like that big elephant, right? Like it was just mean and ugly and very, very expensive and was highly customizable. We had APIs going everywhere and they were always breaking because the apps didn't work properly, whether it was Hyperion, whether it was CMMS, it just, they didn't work well. They didn't collaborate. And what I really like about apps like HubDoc and Pluto and Practice Ignition and WagePoint is that they, they have a common vested interest to work collaboratively, not only with QuickBooks Online, but with me and my clients. And like you're, to build on what Rachel is saying, they have that hyper-focus on focusing on what they do really, really well. Like, I don't knit scarves because they don't turn out good, so why would I bother doing that? I'm gonna stick with bookkeeping because that's what I do really, really well. And there's something to be said about that, about mastering in an art. And what's wonderful about these app partners is they're always willing to listen to our feedback. It's a constant change. Yeah. There's never going to be perfection because perfection's unobtainable in the first place. So they're constantly evolving like the rest of us. Yeah, and maybe sure. one day I'll knit. It's interesting. We'll, uh, I, I'd like to invite to the, to the party some of the app developers actually to the stage here. Um, and, and it's interesting, the two app partners that we'll bring on stage are you know, Canadian uh, born. And when we think about WagePoint and HubDoc, 
I, I don't think there's a day that goes by that someone doesn't say, Chris, you know, I think Intuit should just buy Intuit. It should just buy WagePoint and HubDoc. And um, so if I had 10 cents for every time someone said that to me, I think I could actually buy WagePoint and HubDoc. <laughs> um, so without further ado, I want to introduce to the stage and bring to the stage Yosef uh, uh, West and Ryan Deneen from WagePoint and HubDoc. Gentlemen. <laughs> It's a party now. Have a see if we can get them all on the couch together, huh? Yeah. Sure. Wow, let's have, let's, now. Our own little so, ecosystem. Told you, told you it was going to be a party. Chris. Uh, all right. Oh boy. Oh boy. Uh, so uh, let, let, you know, let's start with Ryan from WagePoint. He's one of the founders of WagePoint and the architect behind the, their application. He started his career in payroll and became uh, became certified consultant with PeopleSoft, Oracle, and Workday. Yeah, started your own U.S.-based HR technology company in 2011. Uh, started on a vision of cloud-based multi-company payroll system for small business. And uh, he come to us from WagePoint. So welcome. Thanks, Chris. Appreciate All it. Right. Um, Yusuf West is the head marketer at HubDoc. And Yusuf dreams of a world where accountants and bookkeepers never ha have to ask their clients for documents. Can you imagine? What a, what a vision. What a vision. Um, so that's why he joined HubDoc to lead their growth. And previously, he co-founded uh, co Vuru, a stock analysis platform for retail investors. I think it's way more exciting what he's doing now, don't you? Thanks, Chris. <laughs> I agree. So um, what's interesting is because people say have said, you know, I think Intuit should buy these guys, what I thought is we could do a little bit of a Dragon's Den real, right here, right now. Um, and so we've got some dragons on the couch, uh, Jenny and Rachel. I mean, they've used the product. They should be able to speak to it. And everybody in this room could have a vote. So we're going to ask them some questions. By the end of this, as a show of hands, we'll decide if we should purchase them or not. How about you say? What do you say? <laughs> All right, we'll see where this goes. All right, so gentlemen, uh, why don't we start, uh, Ryan, tell us a little bit first about uh, WagePoint and why we should purchase you. I mean, what, what you bring to the table as an app. <laughs> Okay, um, for those who don't know about WagePoint, we're a simple online payroll software uh, in Canada and the United States backed by what we'd like to think is the world's friendliest team. Um, so when we started uh, back in 2012, uh, we did a lot of analysis on small businesses and we decided that's where we want to place our focus. And we kind of looked at it from the persona of a small business owner. You know, what, what does a, a laundromat owner need or what does a, a baker, a bakery need in small business? So what they need, what we found was they need, they have the same needs as large businesses, um, but they don't know payroll. They don't have payroll administrators. So we need to make a simple solution where they could go in, do what they need to do without um, confusing them and, and, and not putting in the feature bloat of some of the other applications, payroll applications that, that serve to... Uh, confuse and, and uh, become uh, unnecessary features that they would never use. So we did that and um, it's taken off and it's done pretty well. Yeah. Um, so we, by focusing on that, like Jenny mentioned, we're hyper-focused on payroll. We're, we, we listen to our customers. We have a, a great uh, um, net promoter score. Uh, we listen to our feedback. Uh, we're very available for our cl 
customers and uh, yeah so that's that's why we got into this business and, yeah. and uh, we've we've seen some growth and uh, through channels like uh, with Intuit and other partners um, yeah we're awesome. pretty happy with where we're at great um, you're off to a good start I think uh, uh, Yusuf tell us a little bit about HubDoc and your sure. application yeah, so uh, what HubDoc does is we really go out and solve the issue of getting client documents. Uh, so advisors spend, say, 30% of your time just trying to get documents from clients, whether they're bank statements, receipts, invoices, payroll statements, check images, all that. Uh, and we automatically go out and fetch it. We have 700 connections across North America. We are a Canadian company, uh, so we do have excellent Canadian coverage. Uh, and we get all those documents, put them in one place, and make them accessible for you. Awesome. Um, so this, the, the, tell us a little bit about the value of the ecosystem. So you know, it's great that you have this niche app, but how important is it that it works well with other applications? Yeah, well, you listen, go right ahead, yeah. Who, I mean, who wants the money? That's the question. <laughs> you just, you decide who goes. Chris, Chris how much money more are we talking about? No, it's, it's extremely valuable because we, we have customers in common. So right. by, you know, by leveraging the, the, the bookkeepers and the accountants and the, and the channel partners, it's, it's good for us um, to, to leverage the ecosystem in general. So being part of that um, at whatever stage, I think, is hugely valuable for us as a company and for you know our customers, which we're always trying to uh, do better for. Mm -hmm. uh, Yusuf, on your side, the ecosystem. I, I I really liked what Jenny said about you know app partners listening. I think the value in the ecosystem is really about improving software. Um, you know, Chris and I were talking earlier about leveraging the community to learn. Uh, we do this, this as software vendors, and that's how you know we've developed a lot of customer love. That's why you hear about HubDuck all the time. I'd love to say it's our marketing, uh, <laughs> but what it really is is a, a group of passionate customers talking about a product that they love. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. That's great. So, um, you know, then I'll ask this across the group. When you talk to bookkeepers about learning about the process. Is there uh, is there a good way to start? Like, how do you kind of kick that off? Of which apps are going to work for you? To just sit down with a bunch of the different apps that do the same thing. Like, what do you think about the? What's the right process to evaluate an app? Maybe well, Rachel and Jenny can sure. start. So I guess that's a common question that we get quite a bit through mentorship. Is where do I start? And I, as much as I'd love to tell everybody just dive right in and do everything, it's, it's not feasible at all. Mm -hmm. So just to take one pain point you have, maybe it's payroll. Maybe it's getting bank <laughs> statements from your clients. Ever, maybe it's both. Um, it's like they planned that. I don't or know. maybe it's issuing checks. We can go on and on. But find that pain point that's really disrupting your sleep at night factor, your team, your clients. And then pick that up and just get started. Try a demo company, maybe implement it yourself, and then start a next one. And do the process slowly and build your own trust. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, and I use both. Um, and I think that that's really important. It would be really awkward if you didn't. I <laughs> <laughs> At this moment, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I use this one, but I don't use this one. No, no I totally do. Um, I just wanted to build on the, the piece with the, with the apps and how collaborative 
they are and how they are they are seeking out your input and what can we be doing better and so um, like working with Receipt Bank and working with Practice Ignition just on my own practice like I'm messing this up can you help me out like I'm sure I've had lots of calls you see yourself I need help um, <laughs> and Ryan has had those late night emails and I, oh she screwed up payroll um, but but they really are invested in in their clients and I think that's so important most apps do give a free account use it use it use it in your own business first I only had two employees and I was using t-sheets and using WagePoint and using HubDoc for my own stuff because I needed to be testing it first I needed to know what that workflow is and no I didn't start with six you start with one app bring it in use it yourself um, learn it don't I'm, a, I'm an accountant I should know how the buttons click no no take a short little webinar they've got lots of um, self-paced videos and things like that ask the questions learn it so that when a client comes to you with a pain point you know what that solution is because it's tested and it's true and you know that it's gonna work for you otherwise if you're like you know what my business is good but I do keep getting kind of the same complaints from clients um, these same pain points over and over again. So look at your client list. Look at what industry they're in. Look at what their needs are and find something that you think could speak to a few clients at once. Um, clients I found are also really, they want to help you as well and say, you know what, I'm trying out this thing. I think it'll be a really good fit. Would you mind just going on this journey with me? Let's just test it out together and see if it'll be a good fit. I did that with one client with T-Sheets and um, she ended up being featured in a T-Sheets blog and saved $50,000 in time tracking time over the course of a year. So that to me is a huge success story. Just, hey, can you try this and see what you think um, to now it's a core piece of their business. Hmm. Yeah, for the, for the, uh, the um, app partners on the stage, what would you what would you say to a bookkeeper about what's the best way to provide feedback back to you? It's incredible, um, you know, how collaborative app partners are have been, and, and both of your companies, I think, role model that. But what's the best way to provide input in so that they can, you can continue to evolve and improve the product? Yeah, uh, so I would say you know, email, phone us. We have a one eight hundred number on the website. Uh, we're available 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern, Monday to Friday. Uh, we're always here. We're always excited to talk to accountants and bookkeepers across the country. And, and from our standpoint, we have uh, in-app ticketing. Uh, okay. So at any point when you're in the application, you have a question, you can submit a ticket immediately, and it's responded to immediately. Um, I would say over 90% of our tickets are resolved inside 60 minutes. Yeah. Um, always a live voice at the end of the phone when you call us, and we're, we're very responsive. Um, uh, where do you go next? Where does what's the next you know big thing for WagePoint or HubDoc? Are there things that you're working on that you know once you you get it, you will unleash you know the this excitement in the marketplace? Right, what can you tell us? Huh? I can give we, you a real I can give you a real life example that happened this week. Sure. Um, so when we started on the trade floor uh, yesterday, uh, the first half of the first questions we got within the first hour is, "Do you do you import from T Sheets?" Okay, yeah. <laughs> and I think, and then I, I was talking to Kelly from T Sheets, and she said, "You know, half of our people are asking when are you guys gonna 
export into uh, WagePoint. This is on Tuesday. So I can tell you now officially that as of today, yeah. we've, our integration's begun. Yeah. We have a developer working on it. All right, there you go, real so, time. So that's, I mean, that's a, that's a real world example of how responsive we are uh, sure. to the needs of, of you guys. We, we know where our bread is buttered. And, uh, we'll there you it. go, yeah. And we're gonna do our lunch. best for you. Awesome, how about you, Yusuf? What do you got, to, what do you got for us? That was, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. I'm, I'm, was, feel, I'm feeling the heat. I like that. Yeah, that's good. That's good. You can, you can hear the suggestions from the crowd. Um, yeah, exactly. They're all the voting, by the way. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, so I would say the, the big things that we're working on are just really making the workflow easier. Um, and, you know, I think everyone wants kind of the, the checklist, kind of the how do you work through your documents and make sure it's clear, know what you've dealt with, uh, know who's sent in what, um, and really improving that process so that you can understand what's going on with your client's books, making sure no clients have kind of, you know, done something in the, in the software that perhaps, you know, isn't good for, for their finances and making sure you have a closed set of books at the end of the month. Um, so we're working a lot of, on a lot of things around that, as well as improving our integrations with wonderful software like QuickBooks Online. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Checks in the mail. Checks in the mail. <laughs> Nailing it. <laughs> All right. So uh, this is the audience participation part of the show. We've, uh, we've heard a lot. I've asked a bunch of questions. You guys all get a vote in this thing. Um, uh, we'd like to take maybe two or three questions from the audience, uh, uh, whether it's to the panel or myself. We'd like to do that before we get into um, some closing remarks and things. But uh, where will we go first? Anybody have a question? Bernie? Awesome. Right over here. For HubDoc, um, it would be so nice if a customer took a picture and I could attach it. Maybe this can already happen to an already reconciled transaction. Sounds like, a, sounds like a good suggestion. Okay, good to know. So this is also another way to hand in like support. <laughs> yes. I'm you here, wait for a keynote and then you ask your question. Noon, you know, come by the booth. Yeah. I hear you. Chris and I will talk. We'll okay. see what we can do. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Depends if they buy us or not. <laughs> <laughs> good answer. Good answer. Can I just comment? Sure. Okay, so it's, I, I know exactly what you mean, especially when you have several clients. Um, one way that we've been able to adjust our workflows by using apps is uh, leveraging the bank feed. So within our firm, what we have is, I should say my practice, within my, our practice, what we have is an individual and she just looks at the bank feeds, the credit card statements, the line of credit statements and everything, and she's looking for that magic matched feature. Now this is, I, I understand where you're coming from because I, I still get those issues, but what her job is to do is then to report to myself or the client once a week to say these are the transactions that you have not photographed through HubDoc, so they work proactively prior to the reconciliation process in that week. So before they launder their pants and forget the receipts that are in them, they're taking a picture. Yeah, hmm. very good. Awesome, we have a question over here. All of you are evolving so quickly. The one thing that I would love to see is when you come out with a new product or something is enhanced, give us a webinar. I don't want to just pop in and say, um, what's new today? What's new this week? What's new this month? We don't know what's new. And trying to find that out is like pulling teeth. I would rather you tell me what you've done well. Show so, me so that I could use those new things. As a, as a question to the audience, um, is, an, is a webinar better than an email? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. 
that's definitive, I think. Cool. So, <laughs> so webinars all around. Yeah. 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 We do. We do have a weekly webinar. Uh, if you go to go.hubdoc.com/weekly-webinar, uh, you can sign up for it. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. Um, yeah, it might be a little easier. Or if you go to hubdoc.com or email Yusuf. Uh, never mind. <laughs> This is for Chris. I'd like a QBO webinar on a bi-weekly or at least a monthly basis because sure. I know things are changing so quick. Almost every time I go in, I do see extra things. Yeah. But I'd love to have that kind of webinar or like a more of a formal um, information session instead of going on ProAdvisor sure. or same thing. For sure. We, um, we did, uh, Lee McKenzie who did the uh, presentation yesterday. We did one with him uh, a month ago. So we have that in the plan that we want to do that on a regular basis because I agree, webinars is a great way to get to a large group of people for sure. Yeah. Awesome. Very quiet. All right. So what do you think? Should we, should we buy these apps? Have you heard enough? Yeah. All right. Awesome. So I, I want to thank. I want to thank the panel before they leave the stage. So thanks so much for your partnership. Thanks so much for what you bring to the table. Thanks so much, uh, obviously, with the, the great work that you're doing with bookkeepers and accountants. So thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you. Before you go, before you go, don't go anywhere. We're not done yet. Show's not over. Closing credits sorry, have not happened. Um, Louis talked about a partnership with the Black Swans, and when this opportunity came open to us, we jumped at it because we really believe in the power of mentorship and what it brings to uh, bookkeepers. And so um, when you have a program that people are tattooing themselves for, I think you got something, huh? It's like, yeah. It's pretty, and I think it's a pretty cool tattoo as well. So, um, awesome. So we, we really appreciate it. I wanted to bring up uh, the two swans that we, so Tamitha and Tanya, please come up to the stage. I want to talk to you a little bit about what the program means to you and what you're looking to get out of the program. So a pretty big round of applause. That's why I did this. That's why I agreed to do this. Uh, <laughs> awesome. All right. So uh, tell us, uh, first of all, congratulations on being selected into this program. It's, I know it's, uh, you know it's difficult to get into, and it's a certainly exclusive group. I wanted to get a sense from you what you hope to get out of the program. So maybe you can give us your thoughts on the program overall and what you hope to get out of it. Sure. Okay. Well, is this too loud? Is it too close? You're great. No, it's okay, good. Thanks. <laughs> Um, well, I, I guess I started probably about six, eight months ago really researching into, you know, value pricing and Ron Baker, and I've been trying to do it myself, blindfolded, basically, yeah. and, you, you know, when I, we went in and spent the day with Ron, I found out that, you know, I'm doing pretty good. Mm -hmm. I'm on the right path, but it's going to be wonderful to be able to fine-tune things, and I see there's a long road ahead of me, but I'm really excited, and 
Yeah, awesome. I, my, my practice will be completely changed. Yeah. Um, because of all of this, for the first time this tax season, and I do 600 tax returns a year, I'm actually going on a cruise and working <laughs> from the ship from the Lido deck. So oh, <laughs> the Lido deck. <laughs> so, I'll see you on the Lido deck. So awesome. This, so, yeah, it's, life, it's life-changing. That's so. great. Very yeah, cool. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Tampa? Oh, goodness. Um, <laughs> I met Ron Baker last year at this this um, conference and I was so enthralled I actually bought his book and read it three times um, after reading it I, I started implementing but again you can only get so much from a book um, you infer things that that you didn't actually listen to the first time the second time the third time yet my first day here on Wednesday I learned more in those eight hours than I did in all three readings and I realized I know nothing. I know nothing. Um, I was able to implement some things, and I did them well, but I have a long way to go. So it's going to be a great journey. I'm gonna be more effective value pricing my customers. Did I say that right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's, where I, that's what I'm hoping to achieve from this journey. Fantastic. Well, we're really excited to hear at the end uh, how this went and uh, that you transformed your practice. And so we're yeah, really watch excited. Watch for the for blog, guys. It's coming out in the next day. Very cool. <laughs> yes. Awesome. That'll be great. Excellent. Well, with that, um, I want to thank you. We really appreciate the partnership. We're excited to be here. It's such a great time in the industry. It's so much fun. And um, we're here to help. It's not always perfect, but we try to do the best we can to improve on the products and the experience that we provide for bookkeepers and accountants. So we appreciate the advice. Um, and I will leave you with one thing. Uh, as we would say in Newfoundland, long may your big jib draw, and may you be a half an hour in heaven before the devil knows you're dead. <laughs> Thank you.